The following is a TPC Network podcast. Hey, Peppin. Yo, 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 yo. You remember that time that we did drugs? Uh, well, those many times we did drugs. No, 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 no. We only we only did once, and we took that one hit. Oh yeah, yeah. That that one time, yeah. I, well, I I remember it, but not really. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> we need to talk. Welcome back. I am so glad you guys are here to join us today on one of our storytelling days. I am here with my best friend, Nathan. How's it going, Pepin? Doing good. And wait, that what? Are you talking about that one time with that like college? Oh, I'm talking about that time. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me set the stage and then you can, you can start in on this story. The stage is college nathan and i are roommates freshman year and we live on a in the dorms on the first floor with a bunch of other guys who all smoke a lot of pot and we smoke a lot of pot in fact nathan had created his own bong out of a glass soby bottle and a uh test tube uh, borrowed from the high, uh, the high school laboratory. Now, there was, uh, there were many, many, many nights where we would um, do illicit activities together. Um, but there is one night in particular that would change our lives for at least a couple hours. Well, really, it changed it for like a more like a couple weeks, really, almost a month. Oh my! Oh my God! Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to that. It's really annoying. But uh, right, say even more context here. Me and Steve were really big stoners. Like, uh, it, people wouldn't imagine us to be stoners. People look at me and they think this kid he must he must be like a Christian boy. He doesn't do anything but worship God. Good old Christian boy. Essentially. So people were always kind of surprised, but the the biggest stoner drunk kid on our floor his name was uh uh the biggest stoner drunk kid on the floor people thought oh my god this guy's hardcore this guy's serious and he 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 one day smoked with us and he's like god this is too much You, you guys are going way too hard right now was that graham cracker yep oh my god uh, he, yeah. he actually came a few times to smoke with us because he's like, you know, I smoke with other people. They actually don't want to smoke. They just want to, like, have one little puff, and that, that's all they do. You guys, you actually smoke when you smoke, and I, I respect that. <laughs> little did he know. <laughs> he tapped out. Yeah, he, he, he. So we we're very, I don't know, we're bad. We, 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 we smoked. We smoked to get high, like, really high. And not only that, so I had my little Sobe bong or... It's called Sir Hits a Lot. It was pretty cool. And people actually liked it a lot. It was very, very good. Like, it, it shouldn't have been a great bong, but everybody who tried it, they're like, man, this bong, like, hits like a champ. It did, and it was so smooth. 
And it, the neck of the Sobe bottles were just wide enough that you could fit full ice cubes in there. So we could stack it completely full with ice. So the water was frozen. Well, the water was very, very, very cold. And the smoke would come up through the ice. And it was the cleanest hit. You Even newbies would get no cost from an entire clear. Mm-hmm. We're, we're very professional. Also, to even add on to this. So this is a big part of the story. So... We, or rather, it was it was me. It's my fault, I guess. Uh, we smoked in the room, the dorm room, and I had a system involving fans. I think called them spoofs, like they're like the uh, toilet paper rolls with like dryer sheets put into them. No, that is indeed a spoof. And then I had some other things going on as well, but I had this whole system where it, it wouldn't smell after he smoked, so. We never got caught in my room. Like, people would come in right after we smoked, and they'd be like, oh, what you guys doing in here? And like, oh, nothing. And they'd hang out and stuff, and like, are you guys high? And like, yeah. Oh, when, when did you guys smoke? Oh, like, five minutes ago. They're like, where? In here. What? No, no, you didn't. It doesn't smell. I'm like, oh, got a system. We got it. We had a very good system. You had a very good system. I just, I just supplied most of the drugs. Yeah. Now the system backfired once or twice. I mean, not backfired, but sometimes the wind would blow back, and the room would still kind of smell like pot for a little bit. But ninety-five percent of the time, nobody knew we were smoking in there. Well, actually, we never. We smoked pretty much every night, right? Yeah, pretty much. And we never got got caught. We never had an RA say anything. We never, there were never any issues. Nobody even suspected we were doing that, except for people who were smoking with us. You know, because they, they saw we we're smoking and they're smoking too. But you know, that's that's pointing out the obvious. <laughs> there was one fateful night. So th- this night was uh, okay. So we went. This is like a uh, weekend night, and. We're not really into parties so much. We're more like into... Me and Steve were kind of dumb. Or I was kind of dumb. We wanted like a chill, cool hangout spot to invite people into our rooms. Not girls, because we had girlfriends at the time. But uh, girls and guys. But not not guys in a sexual way. So we liked smoking people up and kind of just hanging with people. And so we actually had a lot of people coming to our room that night and, you know, smoke, smoke with us. And uh, there's a lot of moochers that kind of came, but it was fine. We're just hanging out. We're at the, we had a lot of weed. We're just, just making it pretty cool. And we had a decent circle in there. And uh, so what we would usually do is I would take the sobe and then I would milk it. So, you know, I'd get a whole ton of smoke in there and then I'd pass it to, like, the next person. That person would take a bigger hit, as big of a hit they can. Then next person, next person. And we can go around the circle for, like, you know, of eight people with just one bong. And everyone could get their hit. P- people think that bongs aren't great for circles, but they are if you do it right. And so that that night, we uh, actually smoked up the the governor's son, which was we didn't we didn't know that at the time, but we did. Um, and we had smoked maybe like fifteen bowls, like a pretty dank weed. It, it was pretty good. Uh, see, you, you could probably say you're pretty feeling pretty good, pretty high that day. Oh yeah, I was real baked, and it I uh, I was definitely pretty baked myself. Uh, 
functionable, but still like, oh man, this is this is pretty crazy. Uh, this is definitely like a college party night, so we're, we're, we're all very high. And people who were smoking with us thought we were smoking a little bit too much. But everyone else was pretty cool with the system. Nobody was like, oh, skeptical or anything. And all, all was going well. Um, so a little later. Now, we had, we had people coming in and out of that room. Um, so people would get really high, and then they'd tap out, and they'd leave, and they'd go to their room, which is right down the hall, because it was pretty much everybody in the hall. And uh, so we had people coming in, and then leaving when they were high, and then new people would come in, and then they'd leave when they were baked. And we, you know, that's how we got through. Nobody stayed for the full 15 bowls, except for, I know, I was there, and you were there, Nate. Mm-hmm. Were, were our neighbors two doors down there the whole time? Nope. Or did they come in later? So they actually didn't play in to the, into like coming to our room at all. So, uh-huh. so we had our, a good friend. Uh, I mean, I guess a good neighbors, but uh, one good friend there and the neighbors. You could say. So, let me restate this. So we had our good friend and then his roommates. You know, because his girlfriend's or his roommate's girlfriend lived with them and stuff. Uh, it was kind of complicated, but. They were down the hall, and uh, he wanted to prove that he was a competent room smoker guy person. And so, you know, I went down to his room. He had, like, a nice NES and Super Nintendo, and he was fun to, you know, play. He also had a really good room setup, too. Like, uh, all these black lights and golden duck stars and these cool posters that would light up. Like, he had a pretty sick room. So, I was just in there chilling out, and uh, he asked me if I wanted to smoke in his room. Oh, like, yeah, sure, of course. And so we start smoking up in there, and uh, all is going well. That's me, me, our friend. Let's call him uh, James. Uh, James's roommate, James's roommate's girlfriend, and then James's roommate's friend, who was up to just visit the college. So he wasn't actually on the a part of the college. No one really knew him except for the roommates, uh, and his uh, kind of interesting but steve so so james has this whole setup with the uh with, with the thing and it, it seems adequate enough to me like i'm fucking big i don't really care so steve comes in like into the room at one point and he wasn't gonna stay very long he had to like do something i don't, I don't know what he's doing exactly but he, he just came in because one of our friends from uh, high school he saw some pictures and this is like a very mundane friend. Like he he he's one of those people who you can't imagine doing anything interesting, and he was hanging out with number one girls, which is how how could he be hanging out with girls? It doesn't make any sense. He was wearing like a like a like a like a clown wig, which was like rainbow colored, and he was holding like these two bowling balls, like they're his his balls, and it's like this is not the same person and. Wien Harriman just like exclaiming over how crazy and dumb that was. It seemed so out of character. It didn't make any sense. And then while Steve was there, he, uh, he got offered some weed. So he thought, okay, yeah, let's, let's smoke some weed. So we're like, oh, okay. So we, we start smoking and we smoke with the uh, the lights off. When the lights off, black light on, because it looks pretty cool. And Steve's only there for like one hit. And all of a sudden, knock, knock, knock. It's the cops. Open up. And where else? I'm, I'm sitting on the ground, essentially, or on the floor. We were all laying on the ground. Um, 
I had come in at the tail end, and I took one hit. Um, and then we were all just going to chill in there, and we were listening to Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. Yep. And we were all laying on the ground, staring up at, at the glowing stars on the ceiling. Um, and, yeah, that's when the, the knock on the door came. Um, they did not say it's the cops. They just knocked. I appreciate sure it said uh, open up. That they might have said. Uh, but I remember it went dead silent. Uh, and uh, James turned off the music. And we all, <laughs> we all just stayed silent. As if we weren't sure what we, that we had heard something. <laughs> but obviously we had. And then the, uh, somebody was like, somebody has to answer the door. Hmm. So then w- one of them did. See, my, my memory is a little bit different. Because as far as I remember it, it was they knocked up and they said, this is the cops, open up. Uh, and I, I think they said, we know what you're doing in there. And then James's roommate... Like, like before we had a chance to react, James's roommate just hopped up and just opened the door. And I do remember James's roommate opening the door for sure. He did it very I, quick. And I believe you're you're probably right. They somebody did say something because I believe James took some proactive measures. Did he not? I thought he. Um, weren't we smoking a joint? And he hid that hid the hid the joint or threw it out the window or something. No, he had a bong. So oh, he had a okay. little like a uh, acrylic bong, or as okay. a plastic one, um, and he had a little refrigerator. He kind of hid it in. So, uh, he 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 or something. He he managed to hide it somewhere, uh, real quick. But uh, his his roommate he he kind of put it. His roommate was able to. Sorry, his roommate. Like just opened the door way too quickly. I mean, it, we knew it was the cops. I knew it was the cops, and we didn't have any time to plan because what we could have done is we're on the first floor. We could have just escaped out the window. That would have been fine. But you know, there's no time to plan. And then he opens the door, and we're all just kind of there in the black light. And then they turn on. He turns on the lights, and then we see this like huge haze of smoke just in the in the in the room. <laughs> And it's like shit. Oh, oh! Thank God you're here, officer. There was a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all just kind of caught. Now the thing is, I had about an eighth to a quarter on me, and I, I, I was sitting down, and it was kind of like uh, on my on my side. So I was, I was kind of hiding a little bit, like not purposely. It just kind of just posed I was like in. And I'm like, oh shit! I need to bring this into my pocket now before I stand up. So I have to like kind of maneuver it into my pocket. And a little awkward. And there's two cops. There's like the uh, the younger, more fit guy, and then there's the old older guy who's kind of fat with a mustache. Who's a bit more, a bit more uh, coarse, I, I, I would say. And mm. so he like starts saying, oh, what you guys doing in here? Smoking pot? And they're they're not very happy. One one guy's not very happy. The other guy's like, "Oh, caught, busted these fuckers." <laughs> yeah. So they took us all into the hall, and they actually separated us. So there was four of us who were not the roommate owners. So me, Steve, high school kid, and uh, room uh, James's roommate's girlfriend, and then 
the James and the James James's roommate were just staying in the room. So one cop dealt with the four of us, the other cop dealt with the two of them. And I don't know why they separated out like that, but uh, that's how they did it. And so uh, they, they, the guy told us, we got the uh, kind of coarse mustache guy. And he's like, okay, we can make this hard, we can make this easy. So just answer questions honestly, and we'll get through this. And he started lecturing us out about like, you know, it, 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 this isn't your own house. You can't be doing this. You know, you're destroying property. You should get, and he started really kind of making us feel bad or trying to make us feel bad and kind of just guilting us about what we're doing, which I guess is appropriate, but it was, it was really annoying. Like, I was at that level of high where, like, like I wasn't scared. I couldn't be scared at all. It's just kind of like, oh, God, stop lecturing me. This is just a waste of time. Just, just, just reprimand me already. Stop, stop. And I had, like, plenty of weed on me, enough to be, like, a you know, get a good fine, and uh, I, I still wasn't worried, but I, I still was kind of thinking, oh, if I get patted down, this is going to be bad, hmm, but he, uh, he said he may not search us if we comply well enough, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, and uh, in the background, I'm kind of paying attention to the cop that's working with uh, James and the roommate, and he's like, oh, c can I go in there and search, and he's like, nope, and he's like, okay, uh, well, how about if I just, like, ask about what's in here and what's in there? And he's like, okay. So he's like, oh, what's in what's in this thing? Oh, nothing, just, just clothing. What's in there? Oh, nothing, just this. Uh, what's in here? Oh, uh, the fridge? Can you open it up? Y yeah. And then the cop found the, the bong in the fridge. And he confiscated it, but there's no weed. I guess there's weed residue, but there's no, like, marijuana. Uh... James didn't get caught with marijuana, but the cop did take the, uh, the the bong. And when we're out the out in the hallway, the cop is giving me the hardest time. And uh, I I get kind of weird when I'm like tired, especially late at night. And also, I'm super baked. So the cop thought something was, something was wrong with me. Well, he had us all lined up, um, and he was going down the line one at a time. And I was on the the furthest away end from the cop. Um, Nathan was next to me, and the other two were on the other side. And he started at the other end and said, uh, What's your name? Who, uh, do you go to school here? Where do you live? And um, and how much have you had to smoke tonight? So the first kid's like, No, I don't go to school here. I'm from out of state. And the cop's like, Yeah, yeah, whatever. And like let, pushes him aside, and it's like, Just just go away. The the next one in line is like, Do you blah, blah, blah. How much have you had to smoke? And the kid's like, J just one hit, just one hit, that's all. And the cop's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then he gets to Pepin. And he says, uh, do you go to school here? Where do you live? And Nate's like, right there. He's like, how much have you had to smoke tonight? And Nate's like, just one hit. And the cop just drops his arms and he's like, son, your eyes look like a Kentucky road map. There is no way you had just one. It was so, I lost it. I was so high. I just start laughing my ass off. He's like, what are you? I'm like, that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he asked me the same things. And everybody said just one hit. And like, it's obviously we had smoked like 20 bowls that night. Now, granted, in Nick's room. Now, granted, in James's room, I had only had 
one hit. So that at least was true. The only person he, well, he believes everybody except for me, essentially, is what I got from it. Like, uh, well, I mean, there's no way he could prove one way or the other, but we were all admitting to it, and that's all he cared. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. And he, he's definitely more of a douche to me than anybody else. He like he thought something was wrong with me. Like like what is yeah. up with this kid? Now, granted, uh, at that point, you did because you were tired and all of that. You did seem real fucked up. Mm hmm. And also, it's something that's hard to convey is uh, some people have a hard time understanding me now. Uh, I think I speak pretty decent right now. But in the past, I had some bad speech impediments and I had a way of speaking which was hard for people to understand, especially people who didn't know me. So, And especially if you were really fucking baked. If I was really fucking baked, like... Maybe that's why your sister thought I was really fucking weird a lot. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe, oh. that's, maybe that's why. But yeah, so the, the cop did not understand at all what I was saying. Like, there's a few things Steve had to, like, translate for me because the cop thought I was saying one thing when I was saying the exact opposite or a whole other thing. Like, he thought I was saying something about I need weed for medication and stuff and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, where does this interplay? Like, no, no, that's not, not what he said at all, officer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I thought I was remembering something about you bringing up medication and um, him being being a dick about it and me being like, no, no, listen, like, yeah, is this thing, he's not saying that he needs the weed, he's just saying that he needs his normal medication um, mm. and, and all that. So, yeah, I mean, that was just, <laughs> the Kentucky roadmap <laughs> just blew me away. So he's being a dick, especially to me, but, you know, kind of a dick to everybody. But he definitely scolded me. It's almost like I got flashbacks to my grandmother, like, lecturing me about, like, stuff. And it's like after a certain point, you stop caring when people lecture you. It's like, okay, okay, whatever. Am I, am I free to leave now? Come on. Uh, but then comes the part where he's going to search us. And he says, okay, I'm not going to search you. All you guys need to do is just empty your pockets out. Now, I'm wearing, like, these, I think they're called cargo shorts. Shorts with, like, many pockets. And not just that, my pockets are deep. Like, these are fucking deep pockets. And I don't know why, back in the day, I used to carry my whole wife around with me in my pants pockets. <laughs> like, go, uh, go on. So, I have my weed in there. I have a lighter. I have... My wallet, I have, like, uh, some keys and my card. I have, like, uh, some pens. I have uh, some candy. I have... Uh, this, this goes on. I think I probably have, like, a pocket knife or something in there. Some batteries, just in case. My phone. Like, there's way, way, way too much in these pockets. Like, these pockets are way, way too full. And I've, I've got weed in there, so... He's having us empty our pockets, and all four of us are doing it at the same time. And I'm like, oh... How am I going to get out of this? Because he wants us to, like, not just empty them, but, you know, flip them upside, like, outside so that we can see the inside. So I, I start with the pocket, which is not containing weed first. So start taking one thing out at a time slowly, slowly. And I'm not purposely doing this. I can't. I, I'm going to say, like, I'm doing this purposely because I don't think I was necessarily. But I think I was acting more fucked up than I was and just kind of, like, doing one thing at a time. And like, oh, oh, oh. And 
emptied one pocket, you know, the pocket not with the weed, and I, I flipped it upside outside. And I made sure he saw that. So he saw that one. And then the other one, uh, you know, I take my time putting everything back and start doing the other one. Take one thing out, another thing out. And the cops just looking at me like, why does this guy have so much shit in his pants pockets? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just really confused. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> Like, I just, I just want to like imagine this. This is, oh god, it's just, like I just want to like go back to like his face because there, there's way, way, way too much shit in my pants. <laughs> like, like he looks down the line and he's like, yeah, yeah, he's got a phone. All right, there's a phone. What the fuck? <laughs> and the batteries. I just remember I kept on going like like after like six items, I'm still pulling stuff out. Now, the second pair I go extra slow with, and. While he's looking over at uh, somebody else, I pretend to flip my pocket inside outside, right? So I pretend to do it. I don't actually do it. And uh, I'm like, okay. And then, you know, I, I put everything, start putting everything back. And he's like, okay, okay, you guys, you guys are clean. And he probably already suspected that Nick had this stuff anyway, so he didn't suspect me necessarily, though he probably did. But he didn't see any reason to do a further search on any of us. And so he's okay. Well, I got all your names, and you guys, you guys are all free to go. Uh, and so me and Steve go back to the room, and the cops are already pretty much gone by the time we start getting back there. And then we get in there, and Steve's like, "Wait, I thought you had a bag on you." And I'm like, "I do." And he's like, "How did you get away with that?" <laughs> <laughs> one cop goes <laughs> goes back to the the one who's searching us, and he's like, "So I had everything turn out? I got a bong." <laughs> He's like, yeah, I mean, all pretty normal stuff. Except this one kid had all fucking batteries. <laughs> he He's like, oh, yeah, I saw, I saw him. He looked, his eyes looked like a Kentucky road map. He had an apple in his pocket for some reason. That was kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And so it, it was it was pretty, pretty annoying. Um. Now, the good thing is, it's a university. So, there's the university cops and there's real cops. Now, university cops are real cops, but they don't operate by the same rules. So, uh, our friend James, he actually got had to go to real court, and he had to face charges and stuff. University cops, they don't... I, mean, I guess they can't necessarily charge you for uh, smoking and stuff unless they catch anything on you. I mean, if you get pulled over... Or maybe not to get pulled over. If you get caught, like, being high, they can't really get you on anything unless they can, like, prove it or something. I don't know. I don't I don't think they can do anything about that, necessarily. But university cops can, but I guess what I'm saying is they're not, like, real cops. But we had to go to uh, the, the campus judge thing. It, it was pretty dumb. Uh, went to a couple things. So I went to a hearing, and the person just was trying to get us to either say we're guilty, not guilty, so on and so forth. And the cops' assessments were pretty accurate, except for the quotes from me. Like, there was stuff in there that I had never said. And it's like, they're asked if we have any, any objections. I'm like, yeah, all the stuff that they said, I said. I didn't say any of that. What? I don't, I don't want that on record. Do you have any examples? Um... I think one thing was in there that uh, 
Nathan Pepin said he smokes weed to feel good and needs his medication. That sounds like something you'd say. Yeah, I smoke weed to feel good, man. <laughs> um, yes, officer, I smoke weed to feel good. Yep. Oh, boy. And then, uh, so, so the people who actually, like, uh, did the prosecution thing, or they, they weren't really, like, prosecutors or anything. It wasn't, like, that serious. It, it's like it's, it's like, a, like a mock trial or something, you know, with in, in a little, like, office thing. And they're they're pretty friendly. They're they're cute, 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 rather cute girls, I'd say. And they they laughed about it. That was kind of funny. Uh, we're we're all characters as well, so they they found that entertaining. And so they gave us the uh, the sentence or whatever we had to do: it was community service, going to this course, and blah blah blah. And so they had to take this course thing, and it was with a, like a drug rehabilitation guy. And the drug rehabilitation the drug rehabilitation guy, he wasn't what we expected. So what I expected is somebody who's like, okay, drugs are bad. Don't do drugs. This is how you recover. This guy told us how not to get caught with drugs. He told us all the rules and how to avoid all that. So he, he told us if the cops knock on your door, they don't have any right to open the door, even if it's, if it's a dorm room. They, they can't open the door. They can't do any of that. The only time they can do that is if there is probable cause that there is uh, some sort of health and safety issue. So if they think somebody is dying of uh, like a drug overdose, or if they think that someone is you know choking on their vomit, they they can they can open the door. Otherwise, they have no right to come in your room, or open the door, or anything unless there's some kind of extreme extraneous circumstance like that. It's similar to like the house rules and stuff. Like if you're smoking inside your house, they can't come in there unless they have uh, a warrant after you come in your house. Or he s- also debunked a lot of myths, such as if you smoke weed, can you overdose, and and how much alcohol would it take to die, stuff like that. Where he was just basically like, there, you can never smoke so much weed that you die. That that will not happen. Yeah, this guy was really cool. And not only was he really cool, he he was not at all about, like, drugs are bad. He was all about, like, okay, don't get caught next time. Here's the tools you have. Here's Here are the tools you need to not get caught anymore. Like, that's what that was about. Which I thought was pretty cool. And then he gave out free joints. <laughs> <laughs> And then, Don't be a newbie, smoke a doobie. And then from there, we had to do community service. And community service wasn't wasn't bad. No, I think we built furniture for a thrift shop. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was kind I of don't weird. know how that's community service, but... Well, it, 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 it was kind of awkward for me. Well, okay, so I was dating this girl. And there was this girl in another class who kind of liked me a little bit, I think. But, uh, she, 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 uh, uh, so we were doing the community service there, and then she sees me there kind of putting stuff together, and she's like, oh, I didn't know you helped out, like, different local communities and stuff. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm a giver. Um, yeah, I I believe in this, this stuff, yeah. 
it was like a a church run um thrift store mm, it was kind of interesting but uh, you know we, we helped out it wasn't that bad to be honest it was kind of interesting no it was like a one afternoon and that was it it's kind of fun too i, I mean i like well, putting stuff together let's not go crazy okay it wasn't fun but it wasn't it wasn't miserable all right, I might be able to get behind that. Hmm. But and then we had to go to like some meeting with some. It wasn't the dean, but it was like some council. I don't know, some people. Mental health evaluation, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Make sure we were off drugs. But no, it, it wasn't even that. They just like asked us, "Oh, how's your grades going? How's this? Okay, okay." And then we were. And then we smoked outside for like a month. We have to pay a fifty dollar fee. I think you're worried about the or fine. And I think you're worried about the fifty dollar fine because you're worried your parents would see it, and they'd ask what mm-hmm. it was, and they call and they would call, and then they would know that you got in trouble for something. Mm-hmm. But that then, about right. I think as far as we looked into, they wouldn't be. You they wouldn't be allowed, or the campus would not be allowed to tell them what the specific thing was. So they could say it was a reprimand for, you know, some kind of activity, but they couldn't say what activity what activity it was. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think that's what we de- decided on there. But yeah, so that's a, that's a story about getting caught with uh, smoking weed. Uh, Governor's son smoked, smoked him up. That, that was pretty cool. Um, and then uh, ha- had an eighth on me or more and then somehow got away. Uh, Kentucky Roadmap and uh, community service with a uh, cute girl thinking I'm, I'm a great guy. Well, she was half right. You are great. I'm a guy too. You Wait, you are? Yeah. Oh god, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo. You remember that time that we went and we saw that wrestling show live? Oh, yeah. I loved it. It was like in your face, very personal, and it was crazy. I know. I feel the same way. And I feel like now I really like local stuff. It's just so much better production quality. Mm-mm. And you feel that connection to the people who are you know, taking part in it, too. Absolutely. So I was looking around, and I found a wrestling promotion that's small-time, but they're huge in personality and production value. It's called Innovative Hybrid Wrestling. Innovative Hybrid Wrestling? IHW. And what can I find about them? I know you're all over Facebook. You're all over Twitter. Those would be the two places I would suggest looking for Innovative Hybrid Wrestling. Facebook or Twitter. All right, so just go to Facebook and Twitter to search Innovative Hybrid Wrestling. You got it. This has been a TPC Network podcast. For more shows like this, go to tpcnetwork.com slash podcasts.